talks about it. Nobody really prepares you for it. And so when it comes about, we really don't know what to do with it. What is it, you may ask? Well, that's what we're going to find out together. Come take a journey with me as we talk about the it nobody wants to talk about. This is as quiet as it's kept with your host, Jason Dante. What's going on, world? Thank you so much again for listening to another episode of As Quiet As It's Kept. This is the last one of the season, and so we're going to go out with a banger. (laughs) Uh, Again, thank you for all the likes and the subscribing and the sharing, the whole nine. It it really means the world to me. Um, Again, it it almost sounds like I like have the scripted to say, oh, it means the world to me, but not for real. It really does mean a lot because this has been something I've been wanting to do for a couple years now. And that you all are receiving this content, that you've signed up for the newsletter. If you haven't, go ahead and do that. Uh, just just so you don't miss one episode of this amazing podcast, as well as if you have your own it that you want me to talk about, uh, especially for seasons coming up and everything, be a perfect time. So make sure you sign up, make sure you share, like, subscribe, whether you are watching me on YouTube, whether you're listening um, on any of the platforms that we're on. Thank you so, so much. And also, uh, again, another thank you to our sponsor, my company, Everyone Wins Together Productions, where our mission is to curate content for the creator by producing live experiences in audio, media, and live production. So maybe you have your podcast. Let's, Let's talk. Let's get your message out there. Let's see if we can come together. I don't have to win for you to lose and vice versa. Everyone can win together. So let's work together. Let's win together. Let's get your message out in the best way possible. You have something to say. So so let's work on that. Uh, Whether it's a podcast, whether your church needs some development, especially with your production and music ministries. I got you. I I want to help you. Uh, That's a very tender part of my heart. If you need music for your digital content, anything like that please reach out to us to Jason at EWTProductions.com or hit us up on any other social on any social media at EWT Productions. So this is the last episode for this season. And so I'm, I'm really excited about uh, today's it because when I originally was going to start this podcast, this it was going to be the first it I talked about, but you know, Things happen, and I think it's kind of apropos that this it was saved for the last. Um, there, there's been a buildup to this it and an anticipation to release this it. With this it, um, none of us are here or none of us exist without this it happening. Um, this it, it, you can't escape this it. This it is all around us. Um, no matter what you're like, no matter where you are, whether it be the mall, whether it be on social media, whether it be the movie theaters, it doesn't matter. This it is going to find you. And it, it's just out there. This it is out there, y'all. It's something that we all want. It's something that we all desire. And it's a, and it's said that this it sells. What is this it, you may ask? 
We are talking about sex tonight. Oh, yeah. Or today or this morning, wherever you're listening to it. But <laughs> we are talking about sex. I am excited. No pun intended. Yeah, we're going to go there. Um, and you, you get what I was saying that like, oh, you know, it's, it's apropos that, you know, it was the anticipation. It was the buildup. Now it's the release. Here it is. The episode about sex. So let's get into it. Once again, what's my disclaimers? I don't know at all. I merely serve as a compass that I want to point you in the right direction. I was actually talking to my dad about this when he was, as we were talking about the podcast, he was like, you know, so what exactly, like, are you providing solutions or are like, what what exactly are you doing? I'm, I don't want to be the guy that says, Hey, here's what you need to do. At least not specifically because my listeners, you all are very intelligent, bright people. You can form your own opinions. I'm here to just serve as a compass. I feel like that's one of my um, mandates in life is to be a compass. So not specifically tell you go here, then here, and then do this and do that, but rather I want to point you in the right direction on where, on the ways that you should go. And so that's why I share what I'm learning so that hopefully you can take what I'm saying and either it's like, okay, I identify with that or, you know, it, if nothing else, it encourages you to go talk about it. Because, again, this is the podcast about freedom, where we talk about, quote unquote, taboo topics in order to demystify, debunk and give you the real so that you can live a free life. So I don't know at all. And this is going to be pivotal. I am a Christian black man, millennial in the United States of America. So the cultural context is going to be huge. For this one. That's what she said. It's it's the episode. I, I got to do it. So <laughs> episode about sex. Ready? Let's get into it. So growing up, especially in a church context, sex was always this hush hush thing that like everybody did and everybody wanted, but none of us really talked about it. Like if you grew up in church like me, you probably heard these these couple things. I think there's like about three things that we heard about sex. Like, don't have sex because STDs, early pregnancy, soul ties. Those were the big three, right? STDs, early pregnancy, soul ties. Don't have sex. Don't do it. You're going to get soul ties and everything with whoever you sleep with. Don't have sex because early pregnancy and you're going to be taking care of a baby uh, before it's time. Don't have sex because STDs and, you know, it's a sin and and don't do it. It, it, It's a sin and God doesn't want you having sex and don't do it. Just don't do it. You know, so we, we heard all the time just not to have sex. Well, what I'm also learning because I'm a parent is that the more, and I've especially noticed it this week, when I say, hey, Damien, that's my son, don't touch this or don't do that, he starts to do that all the more. Why? Because in me saying, hey, don't do this, it's actually now putting that this in his focus. So for example, if I say, hey, Damien, don't, don't throw your food or don't don't drop that on the ground. I've now made his focus of dropping this on the ground. Okay, let me go ahead and do that. It's not really registering that I said don't do it, but his focus is dropping 
whatever, the toy, the food, whatever you want to call it, on the ground now. I've made that his focus. And so growing up in the church, we have done the same. That the older generation, even though, again, their intentions were good, because are those real things when it comes to having sex, especially before marriage? Absolutely. You you do risk STDs if you're not careful out here. You do risk uh, early pregnancy, having a gift to God that just maybe it came a little bit too soon. And um, soul ties that say if you're not with that person for the rest of your life, a part of them will always be inside of you because you all have intertwined in such an intimate way. So, yes, those things are legit. But when you just hammer down the evils of sex, then it then all of a sudden, like, OK, when you get married, it's supposed to be the switch that just goes off and it's be like, all right, cool. Now go go ahead and have all the sex, have the best sex of your life. Do it all the time, you know, like wherever, whenever you want to do it, go ahead, have at it, have fun, kids. Well, you you've spent my whole lifetime, especially again, if you grew up in the church and, and for my context, I grew up in the church. So this this whole childhood, adolescence, teens keep hearing just to not have sex. And nobody like, of course, STDs, early pregnancy, soul ties. But beyond that, nobody else is really like telling me like why? Like nobody's really like breaking it down. Like we're not really talking about sex. It's just kind of like, hey, just don't have it until it's time. All right, we're moving on to the next thing. And it's like, 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 let's keep it a buck. Like, like teenage years, your boy was horny. Like, come on, man. Like, like, can, can we talk real, y'all? Like, it is what it is. Like, hormones are raging. Puberty is still happening and whatnot and everything. And, you know, you're just becoming more aware and aware and everything. Like, you, you are very, very curious about sex. And so if you just keep telling me like not to, not to, okay, you know, we hold on the best that we can. Some make it to the end, you know, as far as marriage goes, others not so much. But because we didn't take a holistic approach in talking about sex. And so for, for me growing up, like, of, of course, like my, my parents were, you know, a, a, a little bit more open a little bit more open um, as far as talking about it. Because one thing that they always told us is like, hey, if you feel like you can't hold on, go ahead, just come talk to us before you make any decisions. That's great. And I, I love that they made that available to us. But I'm also keeping a buck. If I'm feeling hot and heavy, the first thing I'm not thinking about is, ooh, let me go talk to my mom and dad. Nah, it's like, Hey, this need to go down. You know, you know what I mean? Like, so like, again, that's good. But it's like there weren't really in-depth conversations about sex. And and I get it because you don't want to put it on their minds. But but by not talking about sex in its totality, then it it becomes this mystery thing. Right. And so because it's a mystery now you have adolescents, teens, preteens, we're all trying to figure out exactly what sex is. And so and so because we don't talk about it in the church, then it then pushes us out to go get our answers somewhere else. Because if the church, if like this community isn't talking about it, like I still am very curious. 
I still want to know about this. So I'm, I'm going to find answers. And especially being a millennial, like we grew up with the internet. And so as the internet grew and everything like that, as Google grew and, you know, even back in the day, ask GVs and all that, like we can go find our answers. We don't have to wait for them or even go to a library. It's a lot more easily accessible to find the answers to the questions that we had about sex. And so for, for me, sex was, sex is something, of course, that I very much enjoy. Um, I wouldn't have a son without it, but it, it, it was such a, like, like, like we all have like that thing that, that we just have a propensity to. For me, it, it was, it was sex. Like, I'm just going to keep it a book. Like women, girls was my thing. Um, high key. And so for, for, for me, I went and found answers about sex and the answers that I found were in pornography. That is the most trash, trash, trash place to learn about sex because it's, it's all a lie. It's all a fantasy but this is the only place that I'm really like getting the in-depth look for way like better terms on what sex is and like how how do you do it? Like what happens and everything. And so for me, sex was always this forbidden thing that I really, really wanted. By this time, you know, I'm knee deep in porn and everything like at of course, at the time, I'm not thinking it, but it's like, okay, I'm developing an addiction to pornography. And, you know, I'm, I'm so curious about it. Even, you know, my parents caught me and everything before, like, you know, just all the things, right? But I'm still so very much curious about it. And so, like, sex was this thing that's like, okay, I can't really do it with anybody else, but like, I at least feel a release with pornography. Um, but when I get a wife... You know, there'll be no more need for pornography. I can have sex all the time as much as I want. I don't have to hold off. I don't have to keep myself, anything like that. I could just be free and let's get it on. Like it, it it's just it's on and popping. Like I like I'm telling you, I'm telling you, fam, when me and my wife were engaged, one of the things I kept saying, um, in my church to like my homies and everything, they knew I was getting married. They knew I, I was excited. They knew like, oh yeah, man, for our honeymoon, we're going to Cancun and everything. Like it's a dope place. We got a dope resort and everything. I kept telling them, yo, it's going to be sun and buns. The whole, like the whole time we're there, sun and buns. We're, we're in Mexico, beautiful beach and everything. So we're going to enjoy the sun, but it, it's, like it's clap city. Okay. Like I've, I've been waiting for this for 25 years. Got married around 25 years old. Um, it, it's time sun and buns. Now here's the thing because my teacher of sex was pornography and we didn't really have holistic conversations for real, for real about sex. Like it would be like a little bit here or there, but like nothing like for real, for real, like nothing like in depth or like meaningful, I would say. So I'm thinking I'm coming into this marriage, like, all right, I'm a Christian man. I, you know, I held off, I'm, I made it and we're going to just have sex all the time. Like 
eat cake by the ocean. Like it, it's just gonna be like just like nonstop. Like it's just gonna be <laughs> wake up, give thanks, find wife to the left, sex. Like it's gonna be cool. Let's go get some breakfast, then we're gonna get some lunch, then we're gonna have some more sex. And then, you know, as we're good night cuddling, watching a movie, like gonna reach for the popcorn and then it's just gonna be me and there's gonna be more sex you know like it so like it was in my mind that like it was gonna be going down all the time coming up on six years of marriage i can tell you that it's not all the time and it's not just on the wife either what nobody told me about sex was that it really is such an emotional thing, not just for women, but for men too. Like, like I, like I have to be into it too. Like, like, I, like I have to feel wanted and desired in the time and everything like that. Like, it, it has to be a full-on thing. No, nobody really told me about like the emotional part of it and like how it really pulls at you. Like, at least for a guy, it was just. It was just on some like, hey, like whenever you need to get it in, who just go ahead and get it in and, you know, just make it happen. But but it's, it's such a like at least like real sex, like with your wife, with somebody that you really, truly love. Um, that kind of intimacy is emotional. It takes time. It takes work like it takes foreplay. It like takes those kind of things. But again, my teacher was porn. There ain't no foreplay. Whenever I was hot and heavy, just, just go ahead, type it in, you know, head to the P hub. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And I'd like, I'll just find, okay, cool. Find this video. There was no foreplay. I could just get right to it anytime. And so now then coming into a marriage and actually dealing with a real person, it ain't no just like just on switch like that. It, it doesn't work like that. Like there has to be build up. There has to be foreplay. There has to be all this stuff before we can really like get into it and to make sure that she's emotionally like there and ready and available and that you're emotionally ready there and available. Because then also with that, nobody told me that even as a man, there will be times that I'm not, I wasn't in the mood. And as a, as a younger young man, that was such an asinine thought in my, I'm like, how would I ever not be in the mood for buns? Y'all drunk. Like, but there is times where I've been so tired or so worried or whatever the case may be, that was really the furthest thing from my mind. And so just my mind's not into it. And, you know, I really didn't want to do anything. I wasn't prepared for that. Like nobody told me that was going to happen. Um, nobody really told, talked to me about like different sex drives and everything. How if you're a spouse with a higher sex drive and your spouse has a little bit of a lower sex drive, how do you meet in the middle? You know, because it's like you, there has to be some kind of compromise, right? Because the, the spouse that needs it less can't leave you hanging. But at the same time, you can't, if you're the one with the higher sex drive, can't be just forcing your will upon like your other spouse because if you're doing that, then that could even turn into rape. And yes, rapes do happen in marriages. And so it's like there, there has to be some kind of compromise. But I wasn't really quite ready for like the difference in sex drives. Like 
you know, just just the fact that, hey, it's been a long day. Maybe she doesn't want to have sex tonight, bro. Maybe she just wants to sleep. And I know you're hot and bothered, but you need to be okay with that. Does the spirit of God not give us self-control? Is that not one of the fruit of the spirit? So have a little self-control and bro, just go to bed. And I get it's easier said than done. But still, it, it's, it's just a thing, man, that like nobody really talked to us about that, the different sex drives and everything. Uh, I don't feel like the message of purity was hammered down. To me, as a Christian boy, Christian teen, Christian young man, as much as it was to Christian women. Now, uh, for women that grew up in the church, Christian women uh, that came into the faith, whenever you came into the faith, I sincerely want to apologize to you. Because you have been painted that... The, the goal and the quest for purity, sexual purity, all lied within your shoulders. So if so, if you were wearing something, you know, form fitting and everything like that, it was your fault that you made him lust because you have the figure and you wore something form fitting. So from what you wear, it was your fault, um, you know, w whether, you know. You guys actually have sex or whatnot. Like it was all it was up to you to like stay strong. It was up to you to make sure that, you know, he's taken care of. And then when you finally get married, it's om it's almost painted that like Christian women should just be like. Like these. Like basically you should be serving up buns on a silver platter. That's how it's painted that like, hey, all right, whenever your man is horny, like you just need to get after it. And, you know, like, you know, if he needs fellatio, go ahead and do that. If he needs intercourse, go ahead and do that. Like, never mind how you feel or anything. It's just about you pleasing your man. And I apologize so much because to put that kind of pressure on you to 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 cram the message of purity and keeping yourself so much and make it so much on you. Whether a man was successful or not, whether you were successful or not, no matter what, it was your fault. And then as soon as you get married, you're supposed to turn into, you know, you're supposed to automatically have Megan knees and, you know, turn into this wily temptress in the bed. Like, you know, this whole thing of like lady in the streets, but a freak in the bed. Like you're supposed to just turn that on after years and years of hearing, like, keep yourself, don't do nothing, don't let it touch you, don't wear nothing too tight, don't explore your own sexuality, you know, don't be too tempting for the men, they can't handle it, yada, 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 as if the same Holy Spirit hasn't given us all the fruit of self-control, that's just to women, but us guys, you know, because we have so much testosterone going through our bodies, and just because, you know, we, we get all hard and randy that, like, we can't control ourselves, Man, that's bull. So I'm ladies, I'm so sorry that and 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 I'm coming at this pretty like aggressively because because I like I've seen the issue. I've seen it up close on how 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 we do this, man. And it's and it's unfair. It is so unfair to our Christian women that we make that that it's on them. And and I know it's the culture that we live into, uh, because you know unfortunately especially with like rape culture and stuff like that oh well she shouldn't have been wearing her shirt too tight man she can wear whatever she wants this still doesn't mean that you have the right to touch her
you know? So, so it's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. And that's why an episode like this is so pivotal and so needed because we need to talk about these things. We need to actually like bring it to light. We need to give a holistic approach to sex. So here's what I'm learning about sex. And here's what I'm encouraging you all to do. So actually, so actually, it may not be too much telling you what I'm learning. I mean, I'll throw, I'll throw some of that in there. But for this episode, I got some things that I actually like, hey, here's what you need to do. The first thing that we need to do is talk about sex. And talk about quote unquote taboo topics in order to demystify, debunk them and give you the real so that you can live a free life. We need to talk about sex. If you are in a marriage, talk to your spouse about sex. If you are engaged, be careful, but still talk to your fiance about sex. Like talk about expectations and all that. Um, if you're single, Again, be very careful because I, I like if you're not married, I don't want you to be triggered by this. And I don't want you to be finding just any Joe Schmo like, hey, let's talk about sex. Like, no, that that's that's not it. But you need to find safe places and communities that we can have open dialogue about sex and give the holistic approach to it. Yes. You know, yes. If you just. Out here. STDs can be a real thing. Yes, if you just out here, early pregnancy can be a real thing. And yes, if you're just sleeping with any Joe Schmo with a with a heartbeat, yes, it can it it can do it can lead to soul ties and everything like that. Yes, that is all true. And sex is one of the most bomb things. Like, bro, it's the most bomb thing to have sex with my wife. Like to be intimate with just her, to know her body and have that special time together, just us. And to know that like, I'm the only one that gets the privilege of experiencing her in that way and vice versa. Like bro, like sex is bomb. And it's even better when it's with a consistent spouse in your life where you all have talked about it, where there's real love and real connection there. That it's not just um, not just a person that you can just get off with, but it's actually like it's covenant intimate relationships. It's bomb. Like literally one of my favorite things to do in this world is to sleep with my wife. I love it. I enjoy it. That's why I have a kid. Because it's just so great. Because then it's also that's the that's the thing about it. When we talk about sex in a in a holistic way, and when people are enjoying themselves and having you know good sex and everything, good sex produces good things. None of us are here without somebody having sex. And so my son is here because of the intimacy my wife and I had. And it's from our love and our intimacy that we produce something so beautiful and so like we produce a miracle. Like we multiplied and produced something that couldn't have happened without us intertwining in that way. Sex is amazing. Like, like it's 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 a phenomenal, powerful connection that you can have with somebody. But it's a it's a connection that you only need to have with your spouse. 
Not everybody deserves you in that way. Not everybody has earned the right to see you in that way. Not everybody has earned the right to explore your body in that way. So don't give any Joe Schmo or Jill Hill um, just access to your body like that. So let's so let's talk about sex. Like let's talk about it. If if you're married, you need to talk to your spouse about sex. This is something that I'm even working on on myself because because I'm real. I've realized for me because of the years of addiction of pornography, it's really hard for me to not only talk about sex but to even verbalize when I do want sex because for so long, whenever I had those urges, I could just be quiet, sneak away, and take care of it of myself. I can't continue doing that because I'm just be secretly burning and my wife doesn't know and she's there and willing and available. And so if we actually have a conversation, like there's things, good things that can happen. When we don't have the conversation, I start to have secret resentment to her and I start having these secret conversations with myself as in like, okay, man, like why, how come she's not sleeping with me? Like, am I not attractive? Am, am I not wanted and everything? I start creating all these scenarios in my mind that could just be solved if I just stop and have a conversation. So, bro, sis, don't be like me. Talk about it. Like y'all are together for a lifetime. You're going to talk about many things. Might as well sex be one of them. And then after you talk about it, go have some. Like, let's actually talk about it. Again, for, for my singles and for the ones that are engaged, hold off. Just be careful in those conversations because I, I don't want it to lead to you actually having sex. But like in, in safe environments and everything, talk about it. Talk about it freely let's stop making sex this thing that like ooh, it's hush hush none of us talk about sex we all having it and we all thinking about it so let's just talk about what we're thinking about and if we come at sex in a more holistic approach i think that's going to be so much better so instead of just hammering down especially to the younger generation stds early pregnancy it's a sin soul ties instead of doing that it, i think a better approach would be to approach it this way. Hey, God has instituted something so bomb and so amazing called sex between a man and a woman and holy matrimony. It is such a special privilege that a man and a wife get to experience together. Your purity is so important, young man, young woman. And it, it, it is a special gift that you should hold for that person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. I want you to wait for that person for your life with so that you avoid any unnecessary ties with people, that you avoid bringing in a gift of God too early into this world so that you avoid any disease or sickness or pain. But if, we, if, if you wait, you're going to experience something so powerful, so connecting, so amazing, uh, so fulfilling, and it will be this special gift. And it'll be the gift that only you can give to your spouse and vice versa. Doesn't that make sex just more inviting and just more like, 
oh man, okay. Like it, we, we need to put the value back in sex. We see it everywhere. It's so easy to see, you know, and it, and it just gets easier and easier with websites and OnlyFans and all that kind of stuff. Right. But it's, but if we, if we take the power back and we just talk about it, I think in taking a holistic approach like that, we eliminate the mysticism around sex and we just make it a, just a real thing. And except we can get people excited about it to wait or, you know, to have it in the right context. So let's talk about sex. Okay. Let's the church. We need to be the teachers about sex. Now, of course, I'm not being foolish and saying like, Hey, you know, let's bring in people and show them how it's done the right way. Like, no, that's weird. And that's pornography. No, but, but I am saying like, like, can, can we have some honest conversations? Like if there's like men's groups, like, Hey bro, you can't just go in there guns a blazing and everything. And you know, just, you can't do that. There's, there's foreplay. Take your time kissing her, take your time touching her body, exploring her body. Like, don't, don't be so worried about getting yours. Like, if your mind is focused on taking care of her, she will take care of you and you all are going to have such a amazing time together. But bro, you just can't come in guns a blazing or, you know, just, okay, I, let me chill. <clears throat> because again, this is for you all to have your conversations. I, I you know, I, I can, I can keep it a buck, but I'm, I, I want to be mindful of whoever may be listening and everything, but suffice it to say, like, bro, maybe you just can't come in guns a blazing. Maybe you just can't come in like rough and hard and like, nah, like be soft, be, you know, be explorative and, you know, just take your time, like foreplay. Don't rush this. Like, you know, like find ways to pace yourself and like, like the whole nine, right? Like, I know I'm getting a little bit into it, but it's like, for real, for real, like, let's talk about this stuff, man, because we like, we don't know. We just think it's cool. Let me just put the penis in vagina and just go, 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 go. It's so much more than that. It is so much more than that. Um, we need to stop putting the pressure of purity on Christian women, bro. Your body is a gift too. Your purity is a gift too. You need to value and treasure it as well. Don't let just any, any chick out here with yams or a rack, like come out here and just take something so, so precious and take what's meant for your future wife. You can hold off, bro. God has given us self-control. You're not so running with testosterone that you can't hold off on yourself, like that you can't hold on. You can hold on. Your purity is special and it means something. Stop making her be the one that says, no, no, stop. We can't do that. You make the decision as well that, hey, no, stop. We can't do that. If you need to leave for the night, then, bro, you need to leave for the night. It's cool. Even if you just need to walk out, you can text her later like, hey, I, I felt myself ready to, to pounce on you. I had to book up out of there because we're going to make it there. And bro, and then that's just going to build more and more anticipation. So when you all do finally come together, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so 
So stop putting the pressure of purity specifically on Christian women. Men, it's on you too. It's on us too. It is on us too. And I think that's all I want to say about that for this episode. So I, I hope from this episode, um, you'll go and talk, you'll go and have some sex conversations um, with your spouse or in trusted circles. Again, that like if you're engaged and you're having just one on one like sex convos with your with your um, fiance and y'all like together alone. Don't set yourself up like that, man. You're not that strong. Y'all aren't that strong. Maybe just give her a call and talk about it. Or when you do your premarital counseling, like talk about it then or something like that. But like, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't set yourself up for failure. Like, oh, let's talk about sex. Yeah. Let's get the mood lighting. And oh, what do you like? Oh, so you like that. And then it's going to, yeah, then it's going to be smash down. So no, you, you don't want to do that, but you want to get in safe environments where you can have these conversations about sex church. We need to take our power back and talk about sex. Why are we being so quiet about it? The, the more quiet we are on, on an issue, the more other people are going to go away from the church to find their answer. And the answer that they bring back into the church is going to corrupt us and is going to corrupt the word of God. We don't want that to happen. So instead of running from it and making it all this weird thing like, ooh, he said penis. Oh, ooh, he, oh, you know, she said vagina. Ooh, ooh, they said breast and oh, foreplay. Oh my gosh. And oh my God, they're talking about the clitoris and everything. But can we be adults? It's a clitoris. You stimulate it, she's happy. Can, can we talk about that for real? Like, it's foreplay. Build it up. Like, like, let's really talk about these things, okay? Like, for real, for real. And we'll all be much happier, much more sex-filled, and just living much more better, freer lives. So with that being said, y'all, this is the first season of As Quiet As It's Kept. Uh, I'm just going to let y'all know um, now. Top of season two, we're getting right into pornography. That's going to be the very first episode because uh, that's another one that irks me that we don't talk about as a church, that we don't talk about pornography. So that's going to be the, the very first episode. So this is your chance now to catch up on all the other episodes of season one, because when season two drops, we're getting right into it. We don't got time to play. People are too bound. We're not having conversations. We don't have the power that we need to have as the church. And so I want to do my small part to bring freedom. So with that being said, this has been As Quiet As It's Kept. See y'all next season.